0: Hey, oh, what love- is up? <laughs> what, what? Oh, well, you're good. Sorry. I mean, I was I, I like to do a little bit of banter in before we started, but we didn't really get into that much banter, so I just jumped right in. So let's banter a bit. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I, I'm, uh, I'm very anxious. I haven't been on Zoom in a while, but I'm glad it's you guys because you guys, uh, you were some of the first people I really uh, started seeing around and hanging out with via Zoom back in the day. And and you guys, you're just so welcoming and just like uh, you're very supportive. So even though I'm anxious right now, because I mean, that's like, who isn't anxious when they're in comedy? Am I right? I mean, yeah. gosh, you know, I feel the anxiety right now. It's um, but I, I'm glad I'm with you guys because you guys make me feel comfortable
0: anyway. Well, uh, <laughs> we appreciate that. In fact, we were ta- reminiscing about our Zoom days and you were like a person who we saw like on, on other Zooms. I think we may have seen you on Disaster before we really knew you and stuff. And we're like, oh, man, she is so cool and so funny. We want to be our friend.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh! Yeah. Oh, that
1: makes me so happy. Oh, you guys oh, yeah. are awesome. And um, um Disaster Mike. So that was on... When was your mic? You guys were on Mondays? We were on
0: Fridays. Disaster was on Wednesdays, I think.
1: Okay. And then They were on Wednesdays, you were Fridays, and then maybe they moved to Mondays at one point. Well,
0: maybe they were Mondays. I don't remember. I think they were maybe Mondays. Maybe Rachel was Wednesdays.
1: Oh, my God. That's right. How long ago was that? Like 20 years ago? Oh, my God.
0: Too long ago. (laughs)
1: Oh, and then there was the backline on Tuesdays. I think. Yeah, that's, that's
0: right. There was, oh, and there was meat slap somewhere in there too.
1: <gasps> meat slap. I think I only went to that one once. I don't know why, because it was so much fun, and I love the, I love the whole like meat thing because that's yeah. you know bacon. I love yeah,
0: slap that, love that meat it together.
1: Yes, yeah, slap it. I don't know. <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> slap it. Hell yeah. Well, with that with that banter out of the way, what is uh, welcome to the hypothetical. <laughs> Comedy podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina,
2: and I am Athena Rodriguez,
0: and we're here with comedian, improviser, and awesome person Dana Whisson.
1: Thank you. It's so good to be here, guys. Thank you so much. Glad that banter is out of the
0: way. Oh man, me too. It was just like like a like a weight lifted off my shoulders.
1: Oh, thank God. You know, banter banter is just like maybe one or two levels, two or three levels above small talk because small talk is ridiculous, but banter can be fun. Like, with you guys, it's fun, because uh, yeah. we're all silly, but some people, there's no way I want to
0: banter with them, aren't they? Most of our one-on-one conversations are just banter. Yeah,
1: pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think that, and that's, like, part of being a comedian, right? Like, being able to banter with people, like, I I don't, I can't, I don't know about you guys, but I have a hard time talking to people who, like, work in, like, business and, like, you know, in, like, tall office buildings, like.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Not relatable, uh, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah, you're
2: like relatable at all. Where do we yeah. meet in the middle?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Is your office building doing a comedy show? Cause...
1: <laughs> yeah. Does it cost like $3 to get in? Uh, <laughs> I think I can deal with that.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So what have you been up to, Dana? I know you're like kind of everywhere right now. You're super in demand.
1: Thank you. Um, right now I am um, not up to much. <laughs> uh, I just bought some cottage cheese today. Ooh, um, large
0: the world. Cur-
1: what well, it's yeah well you know i went from small curd to large curd oh, none geez. of that low fat stuff for me i i mean i low fat is the way to go but when i i i just i grew up or i currently am still growing up in a house that has low fat peanut butter and low fat cottage cheese and you know what our taste buds deserve better but i don't want to insult anyone
0: who likes that agree. stuff i don't think i've ever had low-fat peanut butter in my life
1: oh i mean if you've never had peanut butter i mean listen the only peanut butter i eat is from the grocery store i'm sure there are better peanut butters out there but
0: same you
1: know yeah sorry i i feel bad that i'm insulting food but i mean you you know
0: it's not an insult you're just giving your opinion i've had natural peanut butter but i wasn't a big fan it wasn't like sugary enough i guess
1: yeah, that it's not sugary enough, and it has like an extra sauce in it. It's like I don't want sauce in my peanut
0: butter. I who wants to have to mix their peanut butter.
1: <laughs> oh, the extra step. I, yeah, I mean, I'm. Aren't we too busy like making salads to to mix our peanut <laughs> butter? Well, not me. I don't know about you guys, but I am, salads are not in my repertoire of food.
0: No, actually, Athena makes a great salad. Uh, you know, open the bag, pour it into the bowl, and oh, we're good yeah. to go.
1: Oh uh, is it it's a, it's a, a
0: fast pre-made fast <laughs> salad? What was
1: that? So uh it, it was a pre-made salad. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah, yeah. That's usually the way to go. We have some, we get some fun ones.
1: Mm-hmm. What's in it? Like uh
0: oh, like man. Nuts-
2: oh the one that I really that we've been like digging a lot is called sunflower crunch and it Ooh. has like little bits of kale and I don't know some hard cabbage thing or something and then it Ooh. has like sunflower seeds and all and lemon poppy seed dressing. It's really yummy. I it's like really it.
0: good. One of our friends turned us on to it.
2: Where do you get that? It's really good.
0: Same place you get the peanut butter at the grocery store.
1: What? No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They're in different Wait. sections, though.
1: <laughs> okay, so I mean, if it's in the vegetable aisle, I'm gonna need someone to take <laughs> me, give, uh, show me a map because I'm <laughs> a while. Not sure, but that sounds yeah. really good. I- of uh, sunflower seeds uh what okay okay i i, I don't want to like uh, uh run over the podcast or whatever the saying is but what else do you guys eat because uh, i need to learn like what to buy
0: that's <laughs> not jack well, to on mondays i'm just kidding
1: <laughs> seriously if you want to tell me your entire meal plan oh man i will fall <laughs> And show me what's in your closet and in your bathroom cabinets, because I love (laughs) it. Well, I I I have a
0: laptop now, so that's possible. We could just do a little tour of the cabinets. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And we eat a lot of good stuff. Afina's a really good cook. Uh, She specializes a lot in Mexican food. She'll make, like, tacos and tamales and things like that. Oh, one thing that she recently learned was Spanish rice in the rice cooker. Oh, yeah. And it comes out amazing. Game
2: changer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's as good as like when you make it in the pot on the stove, but it's so much easier because you literally just dump all the ingredients in the rice cooker, put the rice cooker on, and then it's completely cooked. Everything's done.
1: It's just like hands off. You just put it in. You can go just like do zoom or something just for a little bit.
2: Hell yeah. Yeah. Which is great for me because, you know, with like fibro, uh, there's a lot of things that I have to make and kind of like factor in my accessibility you know like do i have enough energy to make this whole last thing <laughs> or, right. can or I just-
0: okay. am i gonna remember to check on it in 20 minutes oh yeah <laughs> things like that.
2: yeah uh,
1: okay <laughs> do you have ever uh do that with uh, toasters i've 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 noticed that i can't use toasters uh because i do forget about them even if they pop on their own is this it's, i don't know that's something i learned recently i don't know if you can relate to that athena or sam
0: <laughs> um i you know i'm pretty i'm pretty uh alert when i'm using the toaster i'm just <laughs> just waiting for it just standing next to it you know get my my peanut butter or my butter or whatever i'm going to use ready and then i just kind of wait for it to to pop
1: okay so you put the peanut butter and the butter in the post toaster got it i'm gonna try that <laughs> oh, well
0: next to next to not quite in.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm I, inspired by you guys and uh, the food, like the tacos and the rice, because I am a terrible cook, but I really want to be get better. So uh, that rice sounds easy, I think, like a rice yeah. cooker.
0: Yeah. Do you have a rice cooker?
1: I don't know what I have. There's some sort of bowl oh, in there. Sure.
0: Yeah. So go through, your, go through the cabinets and see what's there and see what you can do with it. <laughs>
1: can I make rice with a knife? Cause I think that's all I, I,
0: oh no. I mean, you're very good at improvise. You know, you're a very good improv, pr- improviser. I can't even talk. So I'm sure you can improvise a pretty good meal the, with what you have in the kitchen as far as appliances.
1: Well, thank you for saying that I've never done improv with, uh, with uh, food items, but you know what? That is Sounds like a good improv exercise. That
2: would be a good, I mean, can you be. imagine if you're like, well, you're a chef and you, Cook really well. <laughs> like that actually, that actually
0: would be a really fun YouTube series: um, improv in the kitchen.
1: Ooh, yeah. Yes, something. anding the salt.
0: When I- <laughs> <laughs> we salt, yes, and.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think I yes anded uh, too much salt in my eggs the other day, but I. <laughs> I do you ever do that? Like, where you uh, you know, maybe you can't relate to this, where you know something you're making is disgusting, and you're like. I'm going to go through with it and eat it. <laughs> I bet that happens to you, Athena, because uh, Sam said you were a world-class cook, so.
2: That happens? Well, you got to practice. Like, okay, so I had seen this really cool uh, recipe and it looked kind of hard, but I figured, you know, I could wing it and do it. And it was basically like you cook down ground beef and then you shred potatoes and you mold the potatoes around the ground beef. And then Ooh. you cook that and it's supposed to be like, a nice, like, crispy potato uh, meatball thing in the middle. And it was so gross. when what? I When I took it out of the oven, it smelled <laughs> gross. It looked gross. When I oh. cut it, it was so gross. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, how you don't like have to fun? eat it.
0: I don't oh. even remember. I don't even remember. I blocked it out of my memory.
2: Oh, my gosh. Good. Because that was very did, did I like it, though?
0: Did I like it?
2: No, oh, you did no mean, How
0: could you mess up potatoes and beef?
2: It
1: happened.
0: Wow.
2: I don't
1: know. Yeah, like what is it because like was it cooked all the way through?
2: It, it was, was it cooked. just a weird picture? No, it was cooked all the way through. I think what got it was the potatoes because you have to okay. shred the potatoes, and you know, potatoes turn pink when they're cut and then they get all wet, and then you're like yeah. and it makes you squeeze out all the moisture. And I don't know if I squeezed out not enough and then there was still moisture so oh. it made this weird oh it was awful
0: Ooh, so was freeze like awful. dried potatoes is what we need
2: yeah oh okay maybe mashed potato would be better
0: yeah maybe maybe molding the mashed potato around the meat mm.
1: yeah. yeah maybe just next time you make it just put a towel in there with the the balls <laughs> oh, and that's the, a good idea it's just like uh,
0: you know <laughs> now There's that i think one. about it she likes to mold things a lot we she makes this thing where it's like a it's like a hard-boiled egg with beef molded around it
2: oh a scotch egg have you ever heard of that dina i love that's what i was thinking of when you
1: mentioned uh the the potato meatball yeah. right before that the, i i homemade scotch eggs sound absolutely amazing
0: they're
2: so Do did you good. say scotch
0: egg salad
1: no they sound amazing but oh they sound amazing yeah <laughs> no they do oh yeah what is Scotch egg salad? It's just Scotch eggs with a with ranch. Is this like in- is
0: this like potato salad with beef in it? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know. I, I improvised that. I'm sorry. I mean, I take it oh, back.
1: good job! Ooh,
0: <laughs> Thanks.
1: meal. Yeah, you're welcome. I'm learning. <laughs> oh man! Probably in the kitchen
0: with Dana Wisson.
1: Woo! Oh yeah. Oh, well, I don't. Okay. I mean, I as much as I would love to. Yes, and that every time I cook. Okay. Every eight out of eight out of ten times I cook, I set off the smoke alarm. Oh, so damn. I I don't know. Improv with Dana might end with a
0: fire some, department. <laughs>
2: Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yep. A rice yep. cooker would be totally good for you though. Set it and forget it.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay,
2: man. so it's
1: kinda like subtle. Like
2: yeah. subtle. Okay, I like that. It's like I'm not gonna remember this, but I'll hear it beeping when it's ready.
1: Oh, I love that. That's kinda yeah. like <laughs> That's like life. The state It's <laughs> like, I'm
0: mean, going to remember it, but I'll hear a beep.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a good, it is a good model for life. So uh, with the risk of getting <laughs> off the food topic, Dana, uh, yeah. were you born and raised in Phoenix? Is that where you're, is that where you're uh, from?
1: Born, raised, will probably be here for as long as my uh, my mental health and fears keep me confined to the state <laughs> of Arizona. Yep.
0: wow that's cool what was it like for you living in arizona as a kid like uh i would imagine it's super hot there isn't like desert
1: yeah it's super desert super hot like right now between um uh like november and march is when the weather is awesome it gets super cold but it's just like the best and then between april and then whatever the other months are it's just super hot terrible um don't want to go outside have to consider wearing tank tops on stage which is always and always (laughs) feels awful but i gotta do it and it's yeah but i love phoenix i've i've yeah lived here my whole life and uh i've only done comedy here haven't done it out of state yet or anything
0: oh wow that surprises me just because you're so like funny i figured you'd be traveling for comedy and stuff
1: thank you i I it's a big goal of mine. I just I'm a big procrastinator, and I just am afraid of everything, and I just like put things off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. She is absolutely okay. Yeah, thanks for saying that. Uh, Yeah, I'm afraid of everything, traveling especially, and but I want to do it soon and like come out. I want to come out to California because I know like you guys are out there. I think that's where you are. Pacific. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh I w- would love to do like comedy in Denver or just somewhere in Colorado. Wow.
0: That'd be awesome. Yeah, Denver, you know, it looks like it's a pretty good comedy scene there too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they got oh, yeah. weed, snow and comedy.
0: Oh, the three uh the, the triple threat.
1: I like it. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh were you you were doing improv before stand up, is that right?
1: Yeah, uh I did improv for about uh five six years before i started stand up four or five years
0: how how does that uh something you <laughs> just like decided that you liked and you wanted to get into that
1: um can you say that again sorry well my brain processes a bird that just flew by my window
0: yeah um how did you discover improv and like decide you wanted to do it
1: <laughs> oh okay so i well i did like sketch comedy in in college for a year before i decided i'm not good at college i don't want this in my life and then um i went to a second city touring show second city the like chicago improv company or or i think it's also it's chicago and la and elsewhere's um <laughs> yeah I, I saw a second city touring show in phoenix and i was so impressed by them like they were doing this thing improv based on um, pictures in a slideshow, and I'd never seen that before. And they were coming up with really quick, like punchlines. Like, um, and I was like, Oh my god, that's amazing! I want to do that. And then my sister that same day sent me a group on, so this was like 2011, I think. Um, she sent me a group on for an improv class. Um, the Torch Theater in Phoenix, a great long form improv school. Um, they were just like starting up. And so I took the class, uh, dropped out after one uh, <laughs> session I was terrified. As we do, <laughs> as we do. Yeah, it was terrifying and then felt super guilty, but you know, really craved whatever they were offering because I'd always wanted to do it. I'd done sketch comedy, but not improv. And then eventually went back and it just, I just, I fell in love with it.
0: That's incredible. Um, So, and you also mentioned that you're kind of afraid of everything. Um, Did improv kind of help you come out of your shell a little bit and socialize a little bit better? Yeah, it definitely did
1: it. And it's weird how that happens, but it happens for so many people is like, even though improv is absolutely terrifying, like, I mean even now I've been doing it maybe 10 or so years on and off. Oh no, I don't wait, no, 2011. I can't do math. <laughs> uh it's still terrifying as fuck. So <laughs> But yeah, it do, it does help with it's helped with my my confidence on and off stage. It's helped me with um uh, you know saying yes and to more things than just improv. Like oh, saying nice. it, yeah, like to socializing to even in conversation, because conversation is hard, like, cause I interrupt a lot and then add zoom to the mix. It's like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> you know? so, it's, it's, uh, so improv, yeah. And improv is just like, it's, it's hard. It's scary and it's intimidating, like watching like really good improvisers because they're really smart and it's like, I, I can't do what they do. Like their brains. I don't know if it's because they don't clog their brains with weed or sugar or all the things that are currently on my desk right next to my computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know how they do it, but it's just fun. Cause it, I think it does something to your brain that like heals your brain. I don't know. It does something good. I
0: like it. Yeah. It gives you those endorphins that, that mm-hmm. definitely heals your brain
1: yeah yeah like legally blonde she said that right yeah
0: i I couldn't tell you i didn't definitely didn't watch that movie
2: people don't go shooting people or something (laughs) (laughs) they don't kill people they yeah yeah they get haircuts
1: i don't remember
0: (laughs) (laughs) so what was it about sketch comedy um that you did not like that you did like in improv like
1: um excuse me um it's not that i didn't like it i just did it at um in school and then i was the youngest person in the, in the sketch group so and i just um i've never been good at like being in big sketch or improv groups especially ones that are already established i'm just very uh, my my type of play is very absurd and i also don't pay attention on stage and it's like so <laughs> It's the same, <laughs> but you know that's it. It's
0: Isn't that what you're supposed to do, though? Pay attention to other people.
1: <laughs> that's exactly what you're supposed to do. I mean, I pay attention to a point, but like, I don't know. I would love I it, it's it's fun. I, but like, okay. So when I did sketch, though, I did sketch for a year, and then I didn't make it back the next year. They were like, "Fuck you, Dana." No,
0: they really "Nice." Yeah. You don't pay attention to anything we say.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Probably. No, they were like, you know, we're, I don't remember what the reason was,
0: but, uh,
1: so, and then I just kind of stopped after that. I kind of stopped doing comedy for a few years. And, um, then, then, uh, improv came along and now like, I would love to get into sketch again, but I don't like writing with people. That's the thing. Like, I don't, (laughs) I would have to do it all on my own. Like, I don't know. Anyway. Thanks. Thanks for listening to me ramble or yeah, talk. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> thanks. Um, do you have uh, how? How did you go from improv to like stand-up comedy?
1: Uh there were some stand-up comics in one of my improv classes, and uh, they're still around. One is still around. I mean, they're both alive, but one is still around stand-up wise. Just had to add that. And
0: thank you. I was
2: worried.
1: Uh, yeah, just had to let you know. Yeah. And. Um, I started going to stand-up shows because they were kind of were kind of in that world. I had crushes on like a bunch of the stand-up comics, a bunch <laughs> of the and I had no game. But I would go to the show and just sit there and watch them, like oh, oh, But I also like I was competing with them mentally. I'm like I I I could do what they're doing. They're funny, and uh, then I just eventually started it and um kind of. Took a break from improv for a while to focus on stand up. So, and then eventually went back
0: and started doing both. Nice. That is really cool.
1: How was your first stand up experience? It was really good. It was a, it was, I used my note cards, but everyone on the show was allowed to because it was a, it was called a social media show. So, um, the host, uh, Genevieve Rice, she runs uh, the, Bird City Comedy Festival in Phoenix. Um, She, hold on, lost my train of thought. She and a comedian, a local comedian, Anthony DeCimito, um, ran a show where they picked people that they were friends with on social media who posted funny stuff. And we performed those funny posts as... Yeah, so I... It was really cool. So, yeah, we got to use note cards. Thank God. Because I wouldn't have done – I did when I, I did stand up for a long time with notes. I guess I still do. But, like, do you guys use notes on stage? Or, like, do you – like, what are your thoughts on using notes on stage?
0: Well, I've been doing it long enough where I, I can look at my notes up to the point where I'm going onto stage. Plus, I'm okay. not doing, you know, super – I'm not doing, you know, 30-minute sets or anything like that. Um, and then sometimes I'll forget like one or two jokes out of what I wanted to do. But no, so I'll look at my notes up to the point where I'm about to hit the stage. Yeah,
2: And I, okay. I feel like if you need your notes, then just use your notes. Because I, I have uh, a new like perspective on it because uh, in 2019, we started doing comedy again. And I had just had like um, a heat stroke. And it made my brain fog even worse. So when I was going on stage, ah. I, all the jokes that I had been doing, like I knew them on the top of my head and everything was fine. I found myself blanking completely on them. So I needed the notes. So I don't, I know that there's so there's so many reasons why people need the, the note or the bullet points or any of that stuff, because it doesn't mean they didn't write it like that's what i see like they yeah. wrote that so just because they need it in front of them doesn't mean it it, de- it degrades their you know comedic value so to speak
1: yeah that that is so true Cause, and i i've seen a lot of that i've seen a lot of people like shame comics for yeah. using yeah. their notes and or just comics overall feeling like guilt or shame for using notes and it's like you know, there are a lot of comics who, you know, like you said, had like an issue with brain fog or heat stroke or yeah. I oh, or maybe they're older. There are a lot of like older comics who who incorporate that into their um, sets, which is cool. They're like, hey, I'm a uh, 95 years old. That is why.
0: I'm <laughs> right
1: here. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I like that. Like Sam, like yeah go look at your notes like right before you right up till you go on stage I'm still like uh for like shows like bigger shows where like I'm normal I do usually like 10 to 12 minutes I have I never do my set in order but it's all like one-liners so I have an idea of what chunks go where
0: yeah uh, I do the exact same thing because my jokes are really short too and so I just kind of like uh, I just have all my jokes in my head. I just kind of pull them one at a time. Or I, I think I'll go for this one now. You know, this one sets up this yeah. one, things like that. Yeah.
1: And that's really fun too. Like, cause doesn't that kind of like make it feel like your set is new and fresh? Even Yeah. yeah. Even, it's if, even if,
0: even if the same jokes I told the day before, they're in a different order and it's just some of them, maybe I, there's a couple that I'm not doing that I'm doing a little, a couple different ones or whatever, but yeah, it mm-hmm. completely makes it feel fresh when I'm doing those sometimes. Hell Yeah.
2: And the segues are different and because you're saying it in a different way, it almost makes you, uh, what's the word more inspired to put a different tag on it sometimes Yeah, or yeah. punch it up in a different way. So yeah, I like that. I,
0: uh, I definitely write a lot of tags on stage. Like I'll say oh. a joke and then I'll just kind of soak up the laughter for a second and then I'll just say something else. And then I will go, Oh, okay, whatever. It'll just come out. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh man. That's awesome. Do you like when you do that, do you uh do you record yourself so you remember what you said or do you like immediately write it down or how do you remember?
0: I usually just try, I usually just try to remember. <laughs> sometimes oh. I record it, sometimes I'll write it down like right away, but for the most part I'll I'll just try to remember it.
2: Okay. Do, what do you do,
1: Athena? Do you like record yourself or anything?
2: Or um, well, sometimes I record myself, but it's so hard to like listen to me after. <laughs> yeah, no, it really oh, is. Oh my gosh! Me too. I'm oh. Just like, oh, shut up! <laughs> like, yeah. It's the
1: worst. <laughs> I mean, I'll listen if you want someone to listen to you. And you don't have to. I'll listen to you. I'll be like, "Hey, Athena, you sound great." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, just write down all the tags that I say. Right, <laughs>
2: just tell me what yeah. happened.
0: Yeah, seriously, I, like
2: blink out on stage, <laughs> like people is it liked... like?
0: Yeah, it's so weird. She like blanks out, so she'll be like, "Oh, did I do okay? Did people laugh?" I'm like, "Yeah, everybody was laughing. It was it's really so good."
2: Weird, like, yeah, I'm in the moment, and I hear things like laughter and stuff, but when I get on off stage, it's like, "Whoa, what just happened?" Like. <laughs> uh-huh. Of like, did I do good? Did I do my amount of time? Was I on it? Am I okay? Which is which
0: is weird because um she also does tarot card readings for people. Oh yeah. And so she she's like a medium, right? And she can talk to like spirits and things. And so she'll do these tarot card readings and she'll talk to people's loved ones and everything. And then when it's over, she just forgets everything.
2: What? Yeah. Well,
0: that I can understand because I, I, I tell her that's because you're you're the telephone right the telephone isn't supposed to remember yeah. this the the conversation the person on the other side is supposed to remember the conversation not the telephone you know this Whoa. isn't uh, the government tapping in here or anything <laughs> but uh it's it's the the weird part is that that carries over to her comedy somehow
2: mm-hmm.
1: wow so is it like when it happens when you're doing comedy like when you blank or or when you don't remember what happened do you know like Is it because of adrenaline? Like,
2: is it because of fear? It's because, you know, I've been doing this for over 10 years now, and it feels like the first time every time I go up. So every time I go up, I'm shaking. I'm nervous. It doesn't matter how seasoned I am or how, like, long I've been doing it. It still feels like my uh, body goes in full and, like, fight or flight mode. So I think that's part of it when I'm on stage Is that I'm so like, uh, I don't know if it's like nervous, excited, or anxiety, but the combination makes me just like get through it. And you would never be able to tell while I'm on stage; I look completely in it.
0: Yeah, she does. She looks completely confident and in control. Wow, is that wild?
2: Is that what disassociating
1: is? And am I saying that that word correctly? I think it is. that? Is
2: (laughs) I think it is uh, to an extent. Okay. It's like a weird protective layer I put on myself. I don't. Okay.
1: Know. <laughs> okay. I feel like I I might relate to that that in social situations because I'll I'll find myself kind of like I'll realize afterwards like oh I was talking to this person. And, but I feel like I was kind of floating outside of my body looking (laughs) at something and I don't know what happened or how I responded. So, but that, yeah, that's interesting that that happens on stage. I've heard that from some other comics who they said that they not, not necessarily uh, forgetting or what happened on stage or kind of disappearing. Uh, I don't know if that's the right word, but uh they said that yeah it feels like the first time every time as far as like you know the pre-show
0: the nerves yeah
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. I get
0: a lot of nerves too before I go on but usually like once I'm like in the pocket you know once I'm getting a few laughs I can kind of like let loose and just kind of be me out there yeah yeah absolutely do you ever
1: get like do you okay I'm just gonna put I'm just gonna say it because it just popped into my head (laughs) and I'm being authentic do you ever, like, fart on stage or have you ever almost farted on stage? Because that is a fear of mine.
0: I don't think so. I don't think I have. <laughs> um, I feel like your your body is in a different mode when you're on stage, you know, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And, like, like, can you really, like, would you be able to piss yourself on stage, you know? Like, I have never been to a point where, like, I've had to pee on stage bad enough to where it was a problem. Oh, Yeah. So I, I don't know if, if you know, maybe your body kind of like, not necessarily shuts that down, but kind of like puts it on standby mode or something while you're performing.
1: Standby mode, yeah, I like that. I, it's I'm glad. Hopefully, it will remain in standby mode.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, because your body is focusing on so many other things at the at the moment.
1: Yeah. Whoa, that's such a good. That's that makes so much sense. Yeah, but yeah, I've I, I always
0: wonder. I've never gone on stage, like, having to pee, though, either, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I do. Do you Because I'm yeah. too
2: nervous to do anything else. I'm just, like, standing there going, oh, my God. I just got to <laughs> hold it together. <laughs>
0: or even, like, having to fart. I don't think I've ever gone on stage, like, having to fart. I don't know. I mean, you do a show called Fart Talk, so or you used to, anyway. So.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was so fun.
0: That was really fun. I used to enjoy that.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, Have you?
0: That was- have you farted on stage? No,
1: n- thankfully not. But I don't trust my body
2: Me either. <laughs> I don't trust farts anymore. Yeah, that's another thing I too. It's like
0: if you got to fart on stage, you got to hold it because what if it's something that you shouldn't yeah. let out of your body?
2: <laughs>
1: exactly. But there are some where it's like you're like, oh man, this is one. Do you ever get okay? I don't know. May I don't know if you guys are even comfortable talking about going in depth with farts but i'll just ask anyway why not okay (laughs) it's like half our conversations (laughs) okay
0: exactly we like the fart talk
1: good thank you i'm glad i uh i forgot what the question oh yeah but sometimes they're like surprise farts where it's like i didn't even know that was in there but like and so that's what i fear on stage because how do you How do you get out of that? And then especially as a woman, like, you know, people will still be like, oh God, ladies can't fart. And (laughs) And I have fears about things that haven't happened.
0: So Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, you know what? When I first started doing comedy, uh, there's this comic that we really like named Gina Ritter. And Gina was doing jokes about how women don't fart. And I was after her and I went on stage and my opening joke was, uh, whoever said women don't fart, Never had to go on stage after Gina Ritter.
2: I remember that. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You you had to that was the perfect joke. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh I really They razz it. each
2: other a lot though. They used to yeah. razz yeah. each other so much at yeah. the mics. And so, like, there's even like a picture that I love so much. Oh, and yeah. it has Gina with her microphone and she's sitting down and she's addressing the crowd and everything.
0: And then Sam's walking behind her and he's putting the bunny ears behind her. It was a show that kind of like, it kind of, the show kind of went to shit. There wasn't that many people there. She was sitting in this chair and I was just like, went behind her and just did bunny ears. And then somebody took a picture <laughs> while she was talking. Oh, <laughs>
1: where was the show?
0: It was in this burger place that we used to produce shows at called Tops Burgers and Grill. Yeah. Okay. It was fun. It was fun for you know we did it for uh, like a year. We did a show like probably once a month or once every other month or something mm-hmm. for about a year. Uh, like 2011 though, like a long time ago.
1: Oh wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. That,
1: that did you? Did you like doing like monthly shows? I've I've never produced a monthly show, but that it seems like it's fun, but uh, like a lot of a lot of work.
0: Yeah. At the, well, at the time it was in San Mateo, and we didn't have a car, so we were taking the BART there. And so we get home like at two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, and so oh, that part wasn't yeah. very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really enjoyed because it was a burger place, right? And he had bought curtains, he bought a big banner and everything, and there was hooks in the oh. ceiling. All these this little little metal hooks that just kind of stayed there. So I'd get there early and I would hang the curtains and hang the banner and everything like that. And I'll tell you this: when you're producing a monthly show, everybody's your friend. Oh, really? Like because <laughs> everybody wants to be oh, on my it.
1: Comics? <laughs>
0: yeah all the comics are your friend because y'all want to be on it
1: <laughs> oh my god did you like take advantage of that like hey friend one bite <laughs> they <another. laughs>
0: felt super popular at the time oh man yeah that's
1: uh that is a way to kind of like get some power too like hey you know
2: oh Hell yeah. we never saw it really that way though we were more excited about being able to provide a, a spot for people. Yeah,
0: yeah. we were. It That's was what really we fun. were, like,
2: really into. The idea of, you know, being able to have a place for people to try their shit out. And we still have, like, really, like, long-lasting friendships for the comics that we put up. Yeah, from those times. yeah we do. And they've gone, we- like, way, like, so far past. They're, these comics are, like. It's amazing to see people evolve from yeah. where you met them oh. to, like, their current Especially, state. like,
0: people, like, 10 years later. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And you, it seems like, it looks like you guys have done that with hypothetical comedy, too. Like, did you start, when did you start that? Was it during the pandemic or uh, prior to?
0: No, it was before. So I've told the story in the show a couple of times, so I'll make it kind of quick. Uh, we were doing a show at the Sun the Improv and the host is always like hey you know what do you want to say about you and i told her some you know some whatever hey say this whatever i don't care and um athena does this joke where she would always say uh talk about her cheating boyfriend oh and uh the the punch was that it was with a guy right that was the punch oh and so people always would tell me oh you know things like that (laughs) you know oh okay one of my friends Birdman. i remember him yelling across the room that's why they call him Funky. Oh. you know different things like that and so it came to a point where whoever i was next to no matter where i was i would lean to the person next to me and say this is a hypothetical situation
1: oh okay
0: and so we had the son of the improv it was a packed house between the two of us we we packed that house ourselves that night and uh the she was on stage i was next she was doing the the cheating boyfriend joke and i told the host i was like hey i want you to forget everything i told you Go out there and say, this next comic wants me to tell you that a thin cheating boyfriend joke was a hypothetical situation. And she did, and it blew the roof off the place.
1: Oh, nice. And so
0: hypothetical was kind of always like our little go-to word, you know? And then in 2019, when we got back into comedy after almost a four-year hiatus, uh, we decided to just, we were going to be, our brand together was just going to be called Hypothetical Comedy. And that evolved to uh, a show that we were doing at Tommy T's. We did it, I think, three times or two times before the pandemic happened. A live hypothetical comedy show. Oh,
1: that's awesome.
0: Yeah. And so then when the pandemic happened, we just kind of transitioned everything from in person to online. And we just kind of took the name online.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow. Because now you guys, you have, don't you have a few podcasts and uh like, uh, you you still do, like, game nights and stuff like that?
0: Yeah, we don't do game night every week anymore. We do it, you know, every couple of weeks. But, yeah, we still do game nights. We just stopped doing the open mic uh, at the end of last year, but we were doing it for three years online. Damn. Every week. It was really fun. It was really fun. Yeah. But, you know, people are going back to, to their lives and stuff and getting off Zoom a little bit. So it was kind of time. It was kind of time. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it was
1: hard going back, or it was hard or sad realizing, like, oh, I haven't done – uh consistent zoom shows in a while and then you know a year later it's like oh no i haven't been on zoom in forever
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um i I guess speaking of zoom uh what was it like for you because you were doing improv you were doing stand-up the pandemic hits what was that like for you
1: um i i mean it it was uh it was okay <laughs> it was <laughs> that's
0: good you survived
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh God, I got, I don't even remember like what I was doing right before. Um, but yeah, I guess it was an easy transition because I was online all the time anyway. And, um, and then I think like I did the disaster, mic back line, those might've been the first few I did.
0: Yeah. And I can see that. Cause you would probably knew, uh, Devante and Chris before the pandemic
1: yeah yeah because yeah we were in the same comedy scene so
0: did you do uh disaster mike because originally this is going to be a disaster it was on skype before they even put it on zoom <laughs> did you do it on Skype on ever
1: yeah i think i did one. wow on... yeah i did one on skype and then uh uh two comedians from phoenix uh kate burrell and april walterside okay i know both... both of them okay they both ran I think there were also Skype mics and so I did those too and I remember like just sitting in my chair with my phone in front of me being like this is the weirdest thing <laughs> ever what the heck am I doing and it ended up being a blast and like seeing how every, seeing how many people joined the zooms like joined the mics like after a few months it was like whoa I hope it stays this way forever. (laughs) This is the best.
0: It was really, like, I mean, you know, despite what was happening in the world, the heyday of the Zoom comedy days was so much fun.
1: Mm It was so much fun.
0: And then the game nights, the, what were the, Joke Boat? Joke Boat and Quiplash. (laughs) Quiplash!
1: Yeah, Yeah, there was
0: other ones too, but those are the the main ones. Those are the important (laughs) ones.
1: Yeah, those were so fun, and I always like those because I I'm not like you know it goes back to the whole I've never been good with like groups really I I'm good with groups if I just sit there and don't say anything but <laughs> I'll enjoy it so like I always like the game nights because I would get like a burrito or something or get a bunch of burritos and then get some weed and and then some dessert and then have like a drawing pad and then have a Quip your quiplash on, and then I would just enjoy sitting there listening to everyone joke around and talk. And
0: yeah, yeah, it was so and much fun in the comfort of your own home at that point. Yeah,
1: yeah. There's and this guys- game
0: that we play now. Well, I guess we played it a while for a while now, um, called Gardic Phone. And I think you yeah. would you would love that so much.
2: You'd be so good at
0: it. It's a drawing Gar- game, G A R T I C,
1: Gardic. Okay,
0: yeah, it's it's this drawing game, uh, where like it. it like for example, I'll write a topic, right? I'll like I'll write like weekend of Bernie's um uh, whatever, right? And then you'll so then you'll get that prompt and then you'll have to draw whatever you think weekend of Bernie's looks like. And then Athena will oh! get and then Athena will get your drawing, and then she'll have to with no context and she'll have to put a title to it. <laughs> and then I oh. will get the title that Athena wrote with no context and I'll have to draw that.
1: Oh my and it just God. goes
0: on and on and on as a chain. And it's so fun. It's so fun. It's and hilarious. at the
2: end, it shows it kind of like uh, two people messaging on a phone yeah. or like on a group chat. And then you see their pictures and then you finally go, oh, that's what they're trying to say. With their
0: oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much fun.
1: Oh, it's so good. That cool. sounds so fun. Do you guys ever play it as just like the two of you, like as a date, fun date night on your No, I don't
0: think it's fun enough with two people. I think okay. we have to have you know two, four, six least, people. Yeah, at least like four. Uh, We, uh, I think the max is fourteen.
1: Is it the same company as like? No, Joke it's Coke? not.
0: It's completely different. I'll, okay, uh, I'll uh, try to get you on it one time when we're playing it because it's really fun.
1: Yeah, hell yeah! I want to. I'm excited to see Athena's drawings because oh, like, she
0: is so good. Yeah, and her daughter, Athena's daughter, plays with us too, and she is really amazing. Oh my at God, it. And
2: she's so funny. Her
1: sense,
0: yeah, yeah. Her her drawings is, are really like, funny. So
1: good. oh Oh, man yeah that sounds awesome I love
0: it yeah speaking of drawing uh how did you get involved like when did you start doing your art because your art is amazing
1: thank you uh I started doing it when I was a kid and then just uh just been drawing I like I've always enjoyed drawing faces and um drawing faces that are you know, weird looking faces, yeah. you know, cause I have big circles under my eyes and I, my eyes are often red cause I'm often high. So I like drawing people like that. <laughs> and,
0: uh, <laughs> Based on what you know, exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so, weird
0: because faces are really hard for a lot of people to draw. And then um, you, you know, you draw very well.
1: Thank you. Um, yeah. Faces and bodies. Uh, bodies are so <laughs> hard. Like, um, Drawing like proportions and stuff, it's just like, oh god, I'm I. So I'm still not comfortable with drawing bodies, but um, but yeah, yeah. And Athena, like your art is freaking amazing. I remember you drew.
0: Yeah, it is. It is.
1: Yeah, you drew a picture of me. Um, it was oh, I was Alpha. You drew a picture yes, of Alpha. Alphabet. Yeah, Alphabet from Wicked. I have an Alphabet. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, it was just it was the coolest thing, and yeah, and then I saw. Uh, you posted recently a picture of a box you painted, oh, yeah, like a little treasure chest box, and I was like, "Damn, I want if that I wish that were a food, so I could take a bite out of it. It looks so <laughs> but
2: you make the coolest stuff, like your earrings and your your jewelry, damn, thank you yeah. you're I welcome that I, I'm a big yeah. fan of your art, so hearing that thank from you really you. makes me feel so happy.
1: Hell yeah! I'm glad. Yeah, it's I love I love a good artist, don't you?
2: Artists, do. Oh, yeah. You know what? Also, has been like really fun is you know we get to see people uh, evolve in their comedy, but when I see artists, it's almost like I get to see them evolve as artists as well. And I've seen how your art has like through the years, it's it's become different. I mean, it's very subtle. But it's different, and I, I, oh, I just like I can't wait to see. You know, every time you like share your stuff, it, it just makes me so happy because, yeah, thank it's, you. It's exciting. It's exciting to see other people's art. For me personally, thank you. Yeah. yeah, it
1: really is exciting, and it's exciting to see the different things that people do with their art, like, yeah. um, with like the your jewelry. Um, that box. Uh, what is that box?
2: What is it? It's just like a little treasure box. It's a wooden (sighs) treasure box. And then I used a wood burner to make the like, uh, line art on it. Oh my God. I, I love
1: boxes. I love pretty. (laughs) um, And, and you use fun, bright colors and yeah, I absolutely love it. And I have a friend, um, Erin, I don't know her last name. <laughs> We're best friends.
2: <laughs> uh, but she
1: is a local Phoenix artist and she does collages. And, um, I'm actually going to check out her. She's doing like a public collage, like art session. Um, I'm going to check it out in downtown Phoenix, um, today. They have, oh, that's there's like, cool. a, yeah, it's a fun. There, oh, I forgot there was a dog behind <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
0: For all well, the podcast listeners, a dog just rose up from behind <laughs> yeah. Dana.
1: Oh my god. Okay, just popped yours. up. <laughs> that
0: was adorable.
1: Really quick. <laughs> Oops, I don't know. That's not gonna work. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he likes to hide behind butts and uh uh pillows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dino.
1: Um nice. Yeah, but she makes collages and they're like, really, I didn't know the extent of, I didn't know collage making could be so cool. So yeah. But yeah. That's neat. He's gone.
0: (laughs) Oh, he left? I didn't even see him go.
1: He's somewhere. He's down there.
0: Oh, there he is. (laughs) He he just went back. He just went back down. Yeah. (laughs) How did you, uh, how did you get into the animation?
2: Ooh.
1: Um. My boyfriend. My boyfriend is an animator. He um he uh his name is the premonist. That is his his birth name. No, it's oh. not. Uh, right. But is it, is the yeah.
0: his first name? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the,
1: the prem last name inist. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so my I, I've always drawn cartoons, and then my boyfriend, he's a a musician, a music producer, and amazing artist. He um. He has a his own cartoon with um our friend Brian Ress. It's called Petey and Pile. And it's about a guy and his friend who is a pile of shit. And <laughs> a literal pile of shit. And so he's he does it like he he draws it all out in um a Photoshop on his computer and then he uses Windows Media Player to edit. So he does like old school like digital animation and I met him and I was like, damn, shit, man, this guy's hot as fuck. How do I get that inside that shit? I don't know. That was not, that is not what I said, but maybe, um, but yeah, I was just inspired by him. And then I, uh, started using, um, I had the Adobe like suite or whatever it is. So I started using Adobe character animator, which, um, it was actually really easy to use. You just, you draw a cartoon, you set it up a certain way and then like you rig it a certain way. And then um, you use your, um, your uh, camera.
0: What What is the camera called on your computer? Your webcam.
1: Your webcam. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said that
0: you can here. also, also acceptable answers are camera.
1: <laughs> oh man, you know, but I needed, I needed, I needed something else to, to take me back to 2020, oh. um, yeah. So you use that, and it the cartoon matches your face and follows. Oh, your wow! Face. Yeah, so I just like got into that. I think during use around 2020 and just playing around and stuff. And um, I haven't done it since then because I accidentally got wa- spilled water on my laptop. But oh. I'll get back to it.
0: Well, I remember <laughs> you were doing like sets where you would have your. The zoom, facing the the computer screen, and you would have sets with just Angus or whatever you know other character you were doing, and it would just be that person doing the yeah. set.
1: Oh yeah, I think I did it on one of your mics. Uh, probably, yeah.
0: probably. Cool. Yeah, that was super yeah. fun.
1: Yeah, that was really fun. That was right before that gallon of water went tickle tickle tickle. I don't. Oh, I think I just sneezed on my computer one too many times. <laughs> it just <laughs> built up.
0: It's like yep. nope. <laughs> Yep, the guy started saying "bless you" and just said "nope."
1: Oh, man. Yep, that's how you. That is really a great way to respond to people who sneeze. It's like "nope,"
0: nope, <laughs> just nope. shut
1: down. <laughs> yep. But you know, you don't want them to feel bad, so maybe like, maybe like, give them like positive affirmations, like "great sneeze." Or <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, it's funny on Seinfeld they did an episode where uh, when somebody sneezes, you say, "You are very good looking." <laughs> <laughs> yeah hell yeah i'm a seinfeld buff myself but anyway. i'm gonna
1: go find a room full of sneezers
0: <laughs> uh talk, since i mentioned angus talk to us about angus
1: yeah oh he, ooh, i just sprayed myself hold on
0: <laughs> be careful you don't want to break another laptop
1: oh god this oh man and it's right here too good thank you um
0: Get a tarp yeah. and put it over it.
1: <laughs> oh, maybe I just need to. Maybe I'll put the dog on it. I, oh, gonna, good
0: idea. Dogs are very absorbent. Aww.
1: Yeah, he's still there. Kind <laughs> of uh, Yeah, Angus is a character. I did. I used to uh, produce a show called The Bro Show with uh, my friend Courtney Wallstrom, who did pass away in 2020. It's always weird saying that, but that is what happened. And um, so we used to. Uh, the bro show was an all women show um we would all do our sets as male characters so and it would either be like our sets our normal sets or a uh, a set written for the character so angus angus was always kind of like an improvised character just like i angus's uh he was originally my twin brother but then that just got annoying and it's like I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm Dana's twin brother. It was just weird, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, Angus is just a fun character I play. He's he's an improvised character. Um, he's insp- the character's inspired by like a lot of like objects, uh, like props and stuff. So like, I would always go on stage with like a, a pillowcase and then just like random stuff from Goodwill or from the dollar store, and then improvise a set based on what I pull out of the bag
0: oh that's so cool
1: yeah it was really fun and so yeah and uh so I and also in improv I realized that most of my improv scenes are as Angus or some variation of Angus so it's just like why why expand our my character horizons when I can just play the same character all the time so
0: (laughs) that's what I do (laughs) that's awesome when uh when Athena was doing uh, the afternoon delight mic you were able to just jump into these characters so easily and it was just like you were one of the the favorite people to watch it doing was that. such
2: a delight
1: oh thank you so much and Athena I the afternoon delight mic I loved that so much because that really I that was the only mic I've seen like that anywhere like in person or on zoom because you would get people who have only done stand-up or might have maybe even have only done stand-up on zoom then they're doing improvised stand-up and they're just like jumping into it and I wish there were mics like that everywhere because that is such a good skill and challenge and it was also such a supportive room which is something there is not a lot of oh thank you we should do that
0: sometime that'd be pretty neat that would be so fun like an in-person afternoon delight
1: oh Oh, my gosh gosh. i will drive however many hours (laughs) to get there depending on the weather and the state of my tires to do that show if you guys (laughs) ever
0: do it that'd be super cool your california trip would be uh would be made
1: yeah i okay can you share what part of california you're in
0: we are in northern california so we're near san francisco oh okay yeah. So that,
1: I haven't been there, I haven't been to California in forever, but I really want to go out there and do comedy, wherever that is, I'll find a way, and then, I don't know about LA, Los Angeles seems kind of terrifying,
0: as it's far as, it's a little common- bit, it's a little I- bit scary, I mean, it's just a little bit like, uh, hustle and bustle, you know, a little bit busy, a little bit, um, just, it's just like, it's a strong current, you know, you just gotta jump in and just start paddling as soon as you hit the water
1: oh man but oh that's a lot of swimming yeah Yeah. that
0: is a lot of swimming
1: yeah it's definitely the the driving i i i mean i drove there maybe like 15 years ago but i is the driving in california or specifically los angeles as bad as everyone says like the traffic you know what
0: i hear it is we don't we haven't spent a lot of time in la uh but you know people say that it's really bad while we
2: were there it was like uh mild traffic but we know that you can tell that it was just like maybe a weekend and not everybody was going to work at that time. Okay. So it's just like a little bit lighter. The places that I don't like driving is mostly San Francisco. And that's where we usually do a Ooh. lot of our gigs. And San Francisco is just like, oh man, if you want like overstimulation within like fir- the first street you get on. <laughs> really? Why is that? Because all the signs are all over the place. And you don't know what any oh. all of them contradict each other. And
0: yeah, there's people like jumping in and out of the street, walking
2: diagonal, oh. like a crosswalk is diagonal, and you're like, can oh. I turn here? And it's like, hills, right? Isn't? Aren't there a lot of hills? Yeah, there's a oh. there is
0: a lot of hills in some places in San Francisco. Yeah, a lot of up and down, like parking on a hill that parking on a street that's like super decline or whatever. That's no, driving what?
2: up a street and yeah. it just feels like you're going up on a roller coaster, and you're just like it's gonna be okay
1: <laughs> so like w- when you guys go there like if they're like extra extra early to to park and like parking see-
0: is the worst in san yeah. francisco yes yeah we do have to get there like get there like half an hour early to park uh, at least
2: we've been uh. a few times but sometimes we really have to circle a lot and like i said the more you, you're driving down there the more anxious you're getting because People who are already down there who know all the traffic stuff and everything are just like, move! Get out of the way! Uh
0: (laughs) All the locals. Yeah.
1: (laughs) That's too much pressure, man. Kudos to you guys. (laughs) with that so crazy. yeah
0: stay in phoenix stay in phoenix
1: no. <laughs> you guys should come would you guys ever come out to phoenix or have you ever been out here uh Hell never yeah.
0: never have been but i definitely would especially yeah. since the pandemic i know so many phoenix comics yeah
1: you know? yeah i
0: know you guys i know the, the, the disaster boys i know liz frizzius um, that's at the top of my head you know
1: that would be awesome you've yeah. been out here i <laughs> have you've been
0: I, to Arizona Phoenix to oh Arizona. her aunt lives there or something my
2: aunt lives there so I've been there like a few times but it was just at her house and you're right like because I was there during um a December and it was like 73 degrees and it was so nice and I was like it's yeah December. <laughs> <it> was, like, <laughs> yeah oh
0: man hey yeah, uh Dana I would be really sad if I didn't let you go, and and uh, or if I let you go and we didn't talk about Limp Biscuit.
1: Oh yeah! Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> yeah, Limp Biscuit. Damn. Hell yeah! What are those guys doing? And are they still in Russia? What are they up to? Right I don't now? know,
0: but they were touring Russia like a lot, like for like years and years, because America just didn't like them, and, and they like them out there in the in Europe.
1: Yeah, yeah. And didn't Fred Durst like live in Russia or have? I mean.
0: Not that I know of. I don't know. I never heard about okay. that. But I mean, I wouldn't doubt it because there was a lot of years where he was kind of a quote unquote villain in the U.S. Yeah. And And uh, Europe didn't care. Europe loved him still.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. He definitely had villain status. And then did you guys watch the uh, the Woodstock documentary. No, I think it was on- but
0: I, I heard it was pretty good. And I also know that Limb Biscuit is blamed for the riots.
1: Oh yeah. So okay. I I I think they definitely had a big part. I think uh and then also it does not help that like there was an interview like after the show like after Limp Biscuit set like Kurt Loader or someone went up to Limp Biscuit to like Asked like how they felt about like the riots and stuff and fred was like it's not our fault it's not our fault and it was just like oh he just seemed like a total you know like he didn't give a fuck so i don't yeah. know i i don't know what happened but uh, i don't know what
0: happened either i from what i read like in those days back in like when it was current news uh they, they blamed the song cambodia apparently the riots started during the song cambodia which isn't a crazy crazy song but they eventually oh. they eventually rewrote it and it became Show Me What, show me what You Got on some Significant Other. Um, it's the Wait, same exact really? music, but the lyrics are different. And there's even a lyric in Show Me What You Got where he says something about starting riots.
1: Oh, Fred. Gosh darn it, Fred Durst. <laughs> you and your lyrics and your riots. <laughs> what are you doing, my guy? Come on. They didn't have water there. Or no, they, yeah. they had to buy like 16 dollar waters here yeah and they
0: were told from because my friend saw a documentary and he was telling me about it and they were telling them to pour their water out at the at the gate if you brought water with you you had to pour it out when you got there at the gate because they wanted you to buy their 16 dollars waters oh my oh
2: gatos. god those yeah but that's what it's
0: like a three day it's like a three day festival you know
2: yeah and they were letting you
0: bring water in that's crazy
1: i mean i don't know the things i would do to to seal a biscuit i yeah, mean i guess i wouldn't do anything crazy but nothing involving water but i i would yeah. stand outside of a crowd of people and and watch <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess so at the at the at the at the 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 height of um you know everybody hates lip biscuit uh i saw this concert we had to spend the night outside of the venue to get tickets it was a free concert put on by napster Called Ooh. the Back to Basics Tour. Cypress Hill opened for Limbisket, and Limbisket was the headliner. Did you go?
1: No, I did not. And that sounds amazing.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, during the Cypress Hill, uh, he asked for weed, and people just kept throwing joints and weed on the stage. Oh. Like it was just like literally, like it was just like rain. It was crazy. Oh.
1: Dude, um, that's the re- That's the one reason to become famous. So right, right. Weed
0: at you. And uh, but anyways, uh, so the curtains close. And you're getting ready for the Limp Bizkit show. The curtains open back up again. And there's a huge fence on the stage. Like in, like at the front of the stage, the very edge of the stage, there's a huge fence. I don't know. It's like 10 feet tall, right? Because the stage is already elevated. And the fence is like another maybe 10 feet tall. And that, I believe, was for Fred's safety. So Are at the, at the top of the fence, there's a, there's a hole and like a little balcony. And so at some points during the concert... He would climb up, and he would do like a song from the little balcony of the of the fence.
1: It was this like a Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> like, was he like he was sad he couldn't you know do theater in high school because it wasn't cool enough? Yeah, so? you know
0: what, it probably was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he had a security fence on the stage. You know that that's that's kind of what happened during COVID. He was like doing that before. Yeah we it was
0: cool he was yeah Frontier. that was like that was like 99 i think
1: 99 damn and you went to a napster show i mean i i i hope metallica didn't find out about your activity that night they would have been pissed yeah it's
0: funny because that's why napster did it just because the whole metallica thing and it was a free concert it was fun oh.
1: Fucking Lars, man. He's <laughs> like, I don't fucking care, man. I don't, give a, I don't give a fuck about. I don't know that. That's my Lars impression. <laughs> I just copied my boyfriend's Lars impression. It's better.
0: Nice. Well, his Lars impression sounds fun.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't give a fuck. You know who gives a fuck about you know your butt? That's Lars. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you have any any projects or anything you're working on that's coming up?
1: Uh... I mean, it's all jumbled in in different notebooks and brains and stuff. Um, I, I work for now, now, now. Yeah, I'm on. A, yeah, check out my Instagram. I'm like rebranding and figuring out new stuff. Like,
0: okay, that's
1: I'm cool. Posting, like, yeah, I'm. Yeah, so I have. Sh- wait, okay. Here's the real answer. I don't know. Follow my Instagram <laughs> at date twisted, and then we'll see. I'm getting there. I'm just kind of like taking just kind of like taking a break, trying to figure out what
0: I want to do with. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, you've had a lot of things going on in the past. You know, like you mentioned the bro show, you had the fart talk talk show and just different things that you've done. So yeah, absolutely. It's always good to keep evolving and uh, looking for new things to do. Hell yeah.
1: Yeah. Thank you. And you guys, again, I thank you guys so much for just like existing. First of all, thank you for the earth for birthing you or, you know, (laughs) I don't know how life works. And just thank you for providing like a huge, awesome space for comedians to and audiences to just feel comfortable and just like supported and stuff. Cause that was something, oh my God, like so we all needed during the pandemic and beyond. And damn, hell
0: yeah, damn. Thanks for being part of it. Yeah.
2: You yeah. Know- you know, Sam uh, talked about how when we saw you at the other mics and we were like, "Ooh, we want to be her friend. But what really solidified it for us of, you know, you having a permanent place in our heart was uh, when we had you on one of our shows and oh. we got Zoom bombed out of nowhere. <laughs>
0: oh yeah that's really like like after that we're like man dana is such a badass she is so cool
2: she's so cool a bunch of
1: kids or it sounded like kids but they were singing let it go from frozen but it was about like balls or cocks or something
2: like that And you kind of like uh, you channeled Angus to get like to go on oh, par the yeah. with them. You're like, yeah, man, you gotta pay me, man. Well, uh, the, so my funny. favorite, my favorite
0: line was you did this. You do this joke where you, you know, the the punchline is like you make the sound, right? I won't like get too much into it. And then one of the guys goes, "Will you do that to my dick?" And <laughs> then you go, "Venmo five hundred dollars to Dana Wilson, and we'll talk, motherfucker."
2: Oh, it was so cool. <laughs> And so they never badass.
0: me. It was perfect. It was perfect. That was the only time we ever got zoom bombed. And you were like um like roasting them as I was kicking them out. And so they never really got what they
2: wanted. They never
0: really got like their thing because you were roasting them and I was kicking them out. And by the time, you know, they knew it would hit them, they were already gone. Yeah.
1: Damn. That was so fun. And I totally forgot about that until I did now.
0: too.
1: Oh man that i love that that was a great memory and i'm glad it, it was you guys you guys were quick with getting them out like you're good yeah. to- <laughs> that was the only kids. time
0: ever we got zoom bombed and i still like Man. fear it to this day
2: <laughs> yeah. terrifying. it's Girl. terrifying because so much could go wrong
0: Hell yeah, but so i much. felt
2: like if we if we were only gonna be zoom bombed once through our whole you know zoom career them going up right when you were up there yeah. was like the fucking coolest interaction that we had witnessed
0: and the funniest part about it is they were probably waiting in the wings for a couple of comics
2: yeah
0: and they decided to do it during yours and that was the best because they you just shot them down
2: oh man they didn't see it coming
0: no they. Did oh not. man
2: oh no. i love it that was the best
0: i have confidence that you could take down a heckler verbally anytime
1: mm-hmm. oh okay. <laughs> To me, baby. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. I got. I'm not. I'll figure out a roaster too. I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, Dana. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It's been a lot of fun talking to you.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for uh, again. I know I keep saying this. Thanks for making me feel comfortable. You know, it's it's hard socializing. Yeah, and it's hard socializing through Zoom. And I'm just, you guys rock and. Uh, Dino says thank you He's still here Bridie is uh, in the corner She says thank you as well
0: Oh, <laughs> What a cute little guy Hi. Awesome did you I think you plugged your social media But go ahead and plug it again
1: uh, It's Dana Wissen Dana Wissen follow me on Instagram TikTok I guess I'll start posting there soon once I get over The whole self-loathing thing that I go through Every time I re-download TikTok uh, <laughs> uh on youtube and all that stuff but don't follow me in person because i will fuck you up That's yeah, right. she will
0: That's right. uh, you, uh real quick you um uh, mentioned that you do maybe want to get back into sketch comedy tiktok is probably a good way for you to get your foot in the Ooh, door a little bit to just get yeah. started with it
1: i thank you for saying that i've been needing a reason to get back on i just need to like come up with like a plan before i do it
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely uh you can follow me at funky sam medina across the board all social medias
2: and i'm at she shines for you all spelled out no numbers
0: and everything else at a hypothetical comedy Woo. awesome thank you so much data
2: thank
1: you so much guys this has been amazing